Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Weaving Wisdom. So today is part three in the Repatterning Your Reality series. I'm going to be sharing about meeting your thresholds, which is a deep dive into the shadow realm to restore your wholeness. So what do I mean by that? Essentially, when we are in the process of repatterning our reality, we are taking full responsibility for how we steward our energy. And in that, we now have to address all of the energy threads that are out of resonance with what we seek. And when I say energy threads, I'm talking about behavior patterns, I'm talking about habits, I'm talking about addictions, I'm talking about defense mechanisms, I'm talking about shadows, I'm talking about all the things that you engage in willingly (laughs) that do not meet the frequency that you are seeking to embody. We have to come into communion with our whole energy. Some of that's going to be in the subconscious realm, and I'll do a side episode to speak more deeply about that. And other pieces are going to be conscious choices that we're making that we know are out of alignment, but we continue to make them. And we need to learn how to shift out of those frequencies and surpass the limitations that those choices create. So these are self-imposed limitations, right? Because these are choices that we're making. These are choices that we are committed to. (laughs) Isn't this funny? I want to talk about commitment for a minute. So a lot of people like to say they have commitment issues. And I think that's a bunch of bullshit because you don't have commitment issues. You're super committed to all kinds of things that you do every single day. (laughs) They're called habits. They're called practices. They're called rituals. They're called relationships. Like we are super committed to a lot. And in particular, I think we have codependency with our defense mechanisms. And I say that because the wound that lives under your defense mechanism The needs of that wound supersede your present moment needs a lot of the time. So you can have a very clear understanding of what you need presently, but your defense mechanism is so strongly in place and the wound underneath of it is so loud that you suppress your present moment need to continue to meet the need of your wound. So these are the types of things that when you choose to repattern your reality, all this shit comes to your face. Like you get to actually look at and embrace all the pieces of you that need to align with what it is that you seek. And mostly that just means you get to reclaim the power of your own energy from your behavior patterns. There's nothing wrong with patterns, okay? This whole planet is made up of patterns. We will often look for, create, and participate in patterns because it makes sense for our reality. So it's not that we need to eliminate patterns altogether. We just need to make choices that support the life that we are seeking. And that means we're repatterning. We're choosing patterns that actually support us, choosing rituals that support us. One of my bosses from a while back, she said to me right before I had left the job, we had a dinner. And one of the last things that she, last nuggets of wisdom that she offered was that successful people have routines. And I translated that for myself to the, to wise. And I was thinking about myself as a woman, wise women have rituals. 
And so what is that actually when I zoom out? That's patterns. We create intentional patterns. We ritualize our experience because it helps to create consistency. It helps to express our devotion. It helps to affirm our desires and affirm our boundaries. And it helps us continue to attune our energy to what it is that we want. So it makes full sense to me that we will always be participating in pattern behavior, but what pattern behavior are we choosing? And that's the question that I'm asking when we are talking about meeting our thresholds. You are super powerful. We are all co-creative, powerful beings, meaning that we're creating this reality with all the other um, energies that are converging here. But we are incredibly powerful as participants of this creation, of this creation of reality. But if you are not consciously stewarding your own energy, then what the hell are you creating? You're in service to somebody else's desires when the reality is you came here to be a sovereign, liberated being in service to your essence, which naturally supports the earth and other humans and your family and your wholeness. Like if you're in alignment, if you're in the depth of your alignment, if you're living in your essence and you're living in your wholeness, you're of service to the whole. It's not selfish. It's actually the most generous act because when you're in a harmony of energy, you're living symbiotically with everything. Okay. I digress. So get, getting back to the meeting of the thresholds. So thresholds are the self-imposed limitations that essentially keep us stuck looping in specific realities. And in order to overcome that threshold, we need to essentially harness our energy and intentionally direct it to ascend through the threshold and move into the infinity of possibility which then allows us to freely direct the energy wherever we want it to go. But when it's in a box of repetitive behavior, it's pretty challenging to get it out. Those are well-worn paths in our brain. The defense mechanisms and the habits and the behavior patterns and the loops and the stories and the narratives and all the shit that's going on in our brain. That is intensely ingrained into our mental patterning. So it takes a lot of time, energy, and effort to consciously shift our beliefs and our states of being. Because that's really what's underneath all of this stuff is what do you really believe? What are the beliefs that you're carrying? Those beliefs are solidified by our behavior. Our behavior patterns essentially confirm our beliefs. So when we shift our behavior patterns, we are supporting the new beliefs. It all begins energetically though. We have, we have to tune in with our energy first and foremost to understand energetically what's happening. And this is why I think it's super important to have emotional fluency, to be in an intimate relationship with the language of your emotions. This is all about self-awareness. So when we're talking about meeting thresholds, I'm inviting you to, first of all, become incredibly responsible with your energy. And second of all, to get to know yourself on a deep, deep level so that These behavior patterns, these habits, these choices, they are incredibly conscious and deliberate. And at the very least, 
if you're continuing to choose things that are out of alignment, you're fully aware of the consequences that come with that. And by consequences, I just mean the outcomes that are pretty well-worn with that choice. If you're aware of it and you continue to choose it, so be it. That's your choice. But get to know yourself on a deep level and understand why you are so committed to those choices. And let's make some new commitments. How about it? Let's make some new commitments in a direction that supports the life that we desire. So meeting our thresholds, we're essentially busting through our self-imposed glass ceilings and stewarding that energy in a new direction. But how do we meet the threshold? What does that actually mean? Well, it takes time and energy and effort, as I mentioned. And it doesn't, it's not like a one and done is basically what I mean. You can notice, and I think this just naturally happens because this is what's naturally happened to me. Every time I have manifested a desired reality, (laughs) it's like, it's a clockwork that suddenly all of the shit in my life that does not fit just like shows right up. These things just like knock on my door and I'm like, okay, okay, time to take a look at this piece of myself. Like what is going on over here? So it's not that it's a one and done. You won't necessarily just notice something that you do or notice a behavior pattern or notice a defense mechanism or notice a narrative that's going off in your head and be like, oh my gosh, I see it. It's all better now. No, often what happens is this fun little domino effect of, retrospection. That's usually first. Like, oh fuck, look what I just did. Where after the fact, you notice like, oh my gosh, look at those behaviors. Like look at that behavior pattern that just occurred or look at the emotional uproar that just happened or check out that defense mechanism that I just like spewed all over the place. You notice these things retrospectively when you're in the aftermath of what occurs. And then you're like, okay, whoa, that's something I should pay attention to. The next step is that you notice it while you're doing it. Then all of a sudden you're in the middle of it and you're like, holy shit, look what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm doing it again. Oh my God. And it doesn't mean you stop it. It doesn't mean that that halts the experience. It just means that you have awareness of what's going on. And then the next step is like, you start to notice what stimulates or triggers this behavior pattern in you. And suddenly you're like, oh shit, look what I'm about to do. And either you choose to complete the loop and do it again, or you choose a new direction. Either way, you're going to learn something. But either way, you're probably going to encounter this experience again before it becomes a moot point. So the next level is the fuck it level where you have come to a place where you've consistently chosen a new pathway, uh, even if, if you have a few slip ups here and there, but you see it coming from a mile away and you're like, fuck that. I am not walking that path. I know exactly where it leads me and it does not support my energy, right? When we have our red flag moments where we're essentially walking a red flag road where all of a sudden there's like red flag after red flag after red flag and we're just like, okay, clearly I need to redirect because this is just leading me down the same path that I've always gone and I don't resonate with that choice. So I'm going to move into a different direction. So that's sort of the domino effect that I've noticed happens when we are coming into communion with these patterns, with these behaviors, with these, these shadow aspects of ourself. But 
in this process, we need to build relationship with these pieces of ourselves. Like we're not trying to shun them. We don't want to create more separation. We are actually trying to restore our wholeness. So it means that we cannot treat these shadows as if they're a problem. We cannot treat our shadows as if they are uh, essentially the disruptors of our entirety. That is precisely why they ended up shadowy in the first place. So for me, the idea here is to come into communion with these pieces of ourselves. Come into communion with the piece of you that is feeling a little broken, the piece of you that needs protection, the piece of you that feels super vulnerable, and the piece of you that is essentially the protector. Come into communion with both these aspects of yourself. Get to know yourself on a deep level. And notice the power that each of these facets of your being holds, right? There's wisdom and power in all of your wounds, There's wisdom and power in all of your defense mechanisms. Like you are a super powerful being. I will say that so many times because I think we have failed to truly embrace the power that we carry. So for me, the important thing is to build a strong relationship with myself. And I do that through the grounding points. There's a whole episode from earlier about the grounding points. It talks a little bit about each of them. I'm going to go into it slightly here to express how it correlates with this process. But if you want to learn more, I'd suggest you go back and listen to that episode. So for this experience, when I'm coming into communion with a shadowy piece of myself, a piece of myself that I'm just like, okay, I need to, I need to restructure my relationship with myself because this piece of me feels out of resonance and I want to bring it into the restoration of my wholeness. I want to bring it into the whole of me, into my heart space. Devotion is the first grounding point. And devotion is important because it leads to trust. And what I mean by devotion is simply willingness, commitment, and consistency. So when these shadowy pieces of me show up, I need to be incredibly willing to engage with them, right? Like I need to engage with myself in these processes. I do not need to slam the door in my shadow's face. I don't need to suppress my shadow even more. I don't need to create more separation or self-judgment with these shadows. Instead, I'm going to show myself that I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm willing. So whatever piece of me shows itself, I'm here for it. That's my devotion. I'm here for it because I matter to me. So that's step one. And that develops trust over time. When someone is devoted and willing and present and giving, and they really are consistently showing up, that's how trust is built. And I say that because a lot of people equate trust to like never hurting somebody or never having mistakes, but I just don't think that's realistic. We're always going to accidentally hurt each other, unintentionally hurt each other. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all human. That is not a promise we can truly make, but we can promise our willingness to be in responsibility for our energy and to show up in our presence with whatever is occurring. So that to me is a pathway to trust. So trust is super important when I'm building an intimate relationship with myself, when I'm building a relationship with me and all the pieces of my wholeness. The next grounding point is receptivity. Receptivity for me leads to intimacy. Why? Because being in a receptive state 
opening your multidimensional awareness, meaning that you're not just honing in on one thing that you're quote unquote listening to. You're actually listening with your entirety. You're being receptive to the energy that's occurring when you're engaging with these pieces of yourself. You're listening on a deeper level. So when I'm in a state of receptivity with this piece of me, I'm actually not just looking at the defense mechanism itself or the wound itself. I'm listening for the needs that are underneath these behavior patterns. Like what, what is this feeding in me? Why am I making this choice? Like I'm listening for more information, the information that matters in the intimate connection I have with myself, which is what is really needed here? How can I support myself fully here? And this leads me to the next grounding point, which is discernment. Discernment leads to safety, okay? Safety is paramount in all relationship, okay? So specifically with your relationship to yourself, you need to feel safe being yourself. And with these moments of presence, with these parts of myself that are coming into my reality from the shadow realm. I am discerning. I am listening. I am learning the yeses and nos for this piece of me. I am understanding what's the real truth underneath of this story, right? I'm discerning what is what is in alignment and what is out of alignment. What's true and what's not true. What feels like a yes, what feels like a no. What is the preference here? And how do I create boundaries that ensure that this piece of me feels safe in my wholeness, okay? So discernment, boundaries, safety. The next and final grounding point is attunement, which leads to integrity. Attunement is the action of integration. So I've listened with this piece of me, right? I've devotedly showed up and listened and I've heard the needs and I've clarified what is the deepest preference for this part of me. How do I create boundaries to ensure the safety? And now that I have all that understanding, I need to put that into action. I need to attune my reality in a way that actually integrates that piece into the wholeness, meaning I choose with these understandings, I make choices that continue to strengthen my devotion and my receptivity and my discernment with this piece of me. So if I figure out that this, this piece of me needs a specific boundary, it's now my responsibility to actually put that boundary in place. That's going to be in integrity. And integrity, my gosh, like when you can walk your talk, when you can actually apply the wisdom that you learn, when you can truly integrate with what is coming through as the truth for you, that is the most powerful path you can walk. And it's the most, it's like the cleanest path you can walk in a sense that there are no energy tangles. There are no messes for you to clean up when you're walking in integrity. The cleanup happens in the process of your walking, right? Like when you're in integrity, you're essentially attuning your frequency in real time. Meaning you're not leaving a bunch of a bunch of messes behind you that you then have to go clean up later. You are 
quite literally living presently and tending to the reality as it's happening with the information, the knowing, the guidance that you are receiving. So these are these are the main pieces that I turn to when I'm meeting my thresholds. It's a whole other thing to essentially like redirect the energy, which I like to call weaving a gateway. And I'll talk about that in the next episode. But to begin with, we need to meet these thresholds. We need to understand them. We need to brush up against our edges. We need to test our limitations. We need to listen with all of our behavior patterns and really become fluent in our energy language and also our emotional language. And I'm going to do a whole series about emotions because I think it's so important that we demystify what our emotions are about and that we stop pathologizing our emotions and attaching storylines to our emotions and rather listen to them as communication, energetic communication about how we're perceiving our present reality. And those do lead to stories from time to time, but the the emotion itself isn't a story. The emotion itself is a language. So that's a whole other thing. But The importance here is to understand that meeting our thresholds is about developing self-awareness. We are attempting to harness all of our energy from the conscious and the subconscious behavior patterns that are not in alignment with what we seek. And we are wanting to steward that energy in a new direction. And in order to do that, we need to become fluent in our energy, meaning we need to know ourselves deeply. We need to come into communion with all the aspects of our being. And that is what meeting thresholds is about. So hope that was helpful. I am going to put another little episode that speaks more in depth about the subconscious uh, because that is a whole other topic about how we become wounded and what happens in our wounding. And then the episode that comes after this will be all about weaving gateways, which is another in practice experience that we can we can play with to repattern the reality so to take that harnessed energy from all the thresholds that we have met with in our process and direct it toward what it is that we desire so stay tuned for that thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you guys later okay bye now